Hello. Before we get to the episode, we wanted to take a moment to address the United States Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade on June 24th, which stripped away the right to have a safe and legal abortion in the United States. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all people, which we have already seen with abortion bans and restrictions in countries like Poland and Malta. This decision has dire consequences and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions within the United States. We encourage our audience, American and otherwise, to learn more about what you can do to help at podvoices.help. That's P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care and spread the word. If you're in the United States and you or someone you know needs help, you can find a collection of resources at choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. We'll include links in the episode description. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Roll Plus Heart. I'm Bex Watson and today I'll be GMing Conspiracist, the game they don't want you to play, by Sterling Joyner from Playful Leviathan Press. I'm joined as always by my favourite gal pals. Me first? Yeah, we did, say me we first, did didn't we? go through yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, we did. Mm. Uh, I'm Jen Blundell. And did we and you nope. want my character name? No, just no, my no, name. No, just no, just no. your name. Yeah. Well, I'm Jen Blundell. I'm That's Sarah. what I am. Okay, and I'm Sarah Keep. Christ. And I'm Helen Gaffney. And this is why I don't run podcasts. But no, can you tell that we haven't recorded in about two months? In a million is years. It showing? <laughs> we barely even shall talked we, to each other in two months. Shall we maybe get a cleaner version of that? No, that's fine. Don't perfect. worry about okay. it. Absolutely perfect. Okay. I don't mind that you make me seem like the one who can't control anything. That's fine. <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely not your fault. No one's going to hold this against you. Today, they'll all be stepping into the shoes of low-level Illuminati agents, members of the secret society of elites that controls the world from the shadows. They'll be using their skills and wits to pull off an elaborate mission, but along the way may find that the truth is far stranger than they could have imagined. The rules of the game are pretty simple. For every action they wish to take, they'll roll an Illuminati Pyramid of Fate, also known as a D4. On a roll of three or higher, they succeed. On a roll of three or less, no, on a roll of less than three, uh, they'll encounter a complication. Characters can also work together rolling an extra die to a maximum of two with the highest roll counting towards success. And so we begin our game at a nice gathering organized to spread some lovely conspiracy theories. And we find our Illuminati agents together in the house of Margie Stryken. Helen, would you like to introduce your character? Yes, um, my character is a QAnon housewife uh, called Margie Stryken. She is, you know, your your classic QAnon housewife, really. She's very welcoming, very friendly, and also pain in the ass. <laughs> and that, I feel, is all you need to know unless you want to know the specifics of the character, but I'm sure you'll learn later. <laughs> also present is Stephen with a PH. 
Plage, Sarah, if you'd like to introduce your character. Stephen Plage, much in the same vein as uh, Avril Lavigne and Paul McCartney, uh, is a clone that was made to replace the main <laughs> singer of the band Naked Ladies. But unfortunately, before the Illuminati could get round to that, their popularity dipped significantly. So the plan was aborted and Stephen just ended up as a low-level member of the Illuminati instead. Um, but he spells the name differently. I'm Plage is short for plagiarism. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Just FYI. And the only other person who has turned up, uh, despite the dozens of invitations sent out by Margie Stryken, is Chris Pisquick. It's German. Jen, if you'd like to introduce your character. <laughs> so I'm playing Chris Pisquick. Um, <laughs> and uh, he is a... He's not a human. Chris Pisquick is uh, a reptile. Like um, pretty much everyone who's in power in this world, definitely all of the royal family. And piss Chris Quick. Oh, this is going to happen, isn't it? <laughs> wow, we're off to a great start. Piss Chris Quick. Okay, yeah. Uh, Chris Piss Quick is a uh, Mr. Chris is a business tycoon. He's involved with the uh, Illuminati in the hope of building up his business and maybe one day running a mega corporation that controls everything and listens to you in your house. But not yet. He's not quite there yet. One day. So, One day. as you guys can see, a perfectly... Normal. Normal and very likely combination of characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Welcomed at the door, you're brought in where um, you find uh, something unusual sitting on the coffee table. Something, Margie, that was not there when you went to answer the door. It's a mason jar sealed with blue wax containing one miniature cheese which appears to be swiss but it is hard to tell without opening the jar and what looks like an orange d4 all sides of which seem to have a single eye printed on them you recognize this as what it is a briefing from your illuminati masters they're confident you'll know what it will mean and that when you figured out your mission you'll confirm it with the phrase illuminati confirmed so what's your mission oh mm. um well the blue wax clearly stands for something um I've forgotten Let's your see. characters' names. It's <laughs> a good start, isn't it? Great start. Margie and Stephen. Margie and Stephen with a PH. Yeah, yeah, Margie. they're right there. I'm going to write them down here. I'm sure I'll okay. remember. <clears throat> um, well, I think blue... Blue? What is blue? Blue is made with uh, the shells of the particular thing, and it was quite a royal colour, royal blue. So that might be a royal uh, element to it. The Swiss royal family. It's the Swiss oh. royal family for some reason. It's about hidden Nazi gold. <laughs> hidden Nazi gold in the Swiss royal family. I felt like you were onto something. Margie, I think you, you might be onto something. Swung to the Nazis. <laughs> so we're gonna pivot, we're gonna pivot hard. Sorry. <laughs> well, the blue wax I think is definitely a royal. Thing, I think right? that you were close, mm. but wax. And cheese makes me think that this has something to do with baby bells. Oh, that's an oh. interesting point, yeah. But it is blue wax. Is it Ex royal baby bells? <laughs> royal baby bells. <laughs> is it baby bells eaten by the royals? Yeah, you know how the queen has certain products that have her little stamp of approval? Well, the baby bells they royal deliver products. to Buckingham oh. Palace are blue. Mm. Have they, They've got blue wax on them. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we've got royal baby bells. I mean, are we, I mean the obvious, right? Mason jar. Mason, Mason, the Mason, or is it too obvious? And we need to. Or is it too yeah. obvious? Is it about a man called Mason rather than the Freemasons? Is Mason Good the man point. that delivers the royal baby bells? Oh. Good point. Yeah. 
Or mason. is he a literal mason of stone? And right. he's stone mason. Fully unrelated to the organization, he just makes elegant stonework. <laughs> mm. Swiss mini cheese. Mm-hmm. Swiss connection. A Swiss mini cheese. Mm. Swiss. Are there any royal family members that are Swiss? No, but Liechtenstein has a royal family, and that's another small country in Europe. Okay. That's close, isn't it? So maybe it's not the UK's, like the British Queen. Maybe it's the Liechtenstein royal family. I mean, it would be. Do they get baby bells yeah, delivered? It wouldn't be cost efficient Got for baby bell so. to just make blue ones for the Queen of England. They probably make it for all royal families. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I imagine they have a different department dealing with each of them. Yeah, got to recoup your cost on those blue wax shells. Mm. <laughs> so okay. And an orange D4, as in a dice. Yeah. When you say D4. Just yes. Yeah. I don't know what else I'm it's, it's a, it's a, It's an Illuminati reference, obviously. It has Illuminati eyes. Yes. Or is that too obvious? Or is that too obvious? Maybe maybe it's... Uh, oh, maybe it's pointing to the pyramids, because it is, it is yellow pyramids. and it's a pyramid shape. Maybe. Maybe we're talking the royals of Egypt. Maybe this, <laughs> maybe this is pharaohs. Maybe this is pharaohs. Maybe it's pharaohs. Maybe the maybe. baby bells get oh, delivered to pharaohs. <laughs> Switzerland. Uh, um. uh, on a scale of one to ten, Vex, how much regret do you have in your body right now? So much I mean, regret. it's just very weird watching you waver back and forth. I'm trying to construct potential plots here <laughs> that have to change second on second as you go. No, no, Liechtenstein. No, no, the pharaohs. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen until you decide. Maybe the royal family of Liechtenstein is actually... Uh, pharaohs. Ancient Egyptian gods? Yes, I think that's probably true. Maybe they maybe they get their power from cheese. Blue cheese. Hmm. Cheese did play quite prominently in our last arc. <laughs> <laughs> Love some cheese. Maybe... Maybe the point is they've become they're becoming too powerful and the Illuminati need us to deal with them and what uh, they're saying is the in is the special blue baby bells. Interesting. Interesting thought. Interesting mm-hmm. thought. Orange. What does orange have to do with it? Orange warning sign. Warning, maybe it's explosive. Oranges Warning are... sign song by Coldplay. What Coldplay got to do with Coldplay. it? Coldplay. 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 Maybe the play is that we freeze them to death. Freeze the baby bells. No, we freeze the baby bells and we smash them over the head with them. Seems unnecessary to use a baby bell, but... Well, then you can eat the baby bell after and and there's no... If there's no murder weapon, there's no death. Yeah, we... Oh, okay. It's like uh, stabbing someone with an icicle. If we eat the baby bell, there's no evidence. If we eat the baby bell, there's no murder weapon. It's in our tummy. Genius. Interesting. Just, well, you can can put it in, you know, the little baby bell bags. You freeze the baby bells and you whap it around your head like a... um, A kosh. Like a kosh. A baby frozen baby bell. And then we bell. eat Go the on. evidence. And then we eat the baby bells. Including the wax. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. No, Show no. You, you use the wax to seal the letters that you send to the Illuminati to tell them the job's done. Right. And then they can get the blood samples from that. 
everyone knows. Blood samples, of course, so that they can clone them, replace them, and yes. have them fully under their own control. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, obviously. Yeah. Maybe the problem is this is the only royal family in the world that isn't reptiles already. I think that might be it, actually. Uh, have we not established that they are maybe Egyptian gods? Yeah, maybe yeah. they need to repl- get rid of them, replace right. them with some reptiles. Because they are Egyptian gods. What else is the pyramid there for, honestly? I don't know. It could be that weird building in Stockport. That's also a pyramid. <laughs> um, there's also... Oh, oh, oh! Point. Nicholas is Ca- Nicholas Cage's um, uh, burial place is also a pyramid. Nicholas uh, so Cage. maybe Nicholas Cage is involved somehow. National treasures. We have to steal the the. Now the the Stockport the pyramid. The Stockport pyramid is a bank. Uh huh. Interesting. And if you see the Stockport pyramid, you're gonna go. That's a weird building to exist in Stockport. Oh god, that oh is weird. I think I think this must be it. Listeners, now is your chance to Google Stockport pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird. I used to work for the co-op bank as well. I never knew about the weird glass pyramid in. (gasps) While I was in Manchester, I didn't have anything to do with Stockport. They're they're on the on the. They're too far away. They're only seven minutes away by train. Yeah, (laughs) fuck them. (laughs) Okay, so what have we got so far? We've got royal family of Liechtenstein. No, our Egyptian gods. Ancient um, Egyptian gods. Yes, ancient Egyptian gods who we need to kill possibly with baby bells. Uh, using the baby bells as a as an in with the royal family, we're going to then kill them with the baby bells, replace them with lizards, and then do something with the Stockport Pyramid. <laughs> the Stockport Pyramid was like an alt if we didn't want to do Egyptian gods, but I think it's fine if we are. No, maybe maybe, maybe the real target is the head of the cooperative bank. <laughs> he is weird. <laughs> Just we'll tell you that now. Maybe this is the Illuminati also telling us where we can actually go. Maybe that's a clue about if we complete this mission, we can then go to the Stockport Pyramid co-op bank where they will meet us because that's their true headquarters. It was very convenient for them that there were two pyramid-related things in this mission and they only had to include one yeah. pyramid-related item they in the They only had to put one jar. pyramid in there, yeah. They are very efficient. You know that about the Illuminati. Yeah. It's very efficient. They knew we'd make those connections, so they, uh, they, you mm. know, they, they felt they only needed one pyramid to prove that point. The eyes. Um, what's what's the, it to do the with the eyes? eyes? The eyes is just the Illuminati symbol. I don't think we need to delve okay. too deep into that one. Okay. All right, then. Well, if you're sure. And the mason jar. Just convenient, saying, isn't it? Is that saying mason is our contact? Mason is our in on the baby bells? That sounds That sounds right to me. Okay. Guy called Mason will be our in to the baby bell manufacturing and distribution center where we can get hold of some blue baby bells destined for the Liechtenstein royal family. Mm-hmm. Freeze them. I can't remember why. To use as a weapon. They won't be hard enough if they're soft. Yeah, yeah, you can't kill yeah, someone true. with a soft baby bell. True. Use on, these Chris. as sort of our, our pass to get us in close to the royal family and then kill them, eat the baby bells, use the wax to write letters to the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and post mm-hmm. it directly. And seal it to say, hey, we did this. Yeah. yeah. Um, has anyone ever looked at a picture of the Liechtenstein royal family, by the way? They do actually look like they might be reptiles. But I'm assuming they're not reptiles because we're having to change them. Listeners, now is your chance to Google the Liechtenstein royal family. Um, they are mildly off-putting looking to me. They look like rich people, innit? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, just lots of teeth and receded hairlines. So many chinos, my God. Listen, if I wanted to get entirely critical, there's just a huge forehead on most of them. But they, they do have serious foreheads, don't they? My God. Mm. Yeah, the, I don't know. The Maybe face... that will be relevant. Source of their power. That's why we have to whack them there with the baby belt. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's their point. weak point. Yeah. It's like a Clearly. boss in a video game. It's just a glowing red spot <laughs> is their forehead. <laughs> or maybe they have third eyes in the middle of their foreheads, which oh. you have to whack them in like in Zelda. Yep. <laughs> I guess we'll find out when we kill them. <laughs> <laughs> be really bad if we were wrong and it was just nothing to it do with be, the It would be, but we're not. We don't question this. We've interpreted this message perfectly. No, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. It's best not to second guess yourself with the Illuminati, really. Anyone want some potato salad? Oh, oh, was we, I forgot. I guess we were doing all of that in our in our, our as characters, right? Yeah. Yeah, probably. But also, okay. nobody has nobody has confirmed the mission yet. Okay. Oh, oh, right. That's true. What's the word we have to say? Illuminati confirm. Illuminati I, confirmed. I believe what we have to say is Illuminati confirmed. Illuminati confirmed. As you stand around this coffee table and say Illuminati confirmed. There's another knock at the door. Oh, oh! I think it's someone else who wants my uh, who wants my potato salad. And I thought we'd be the only ones here. Hello, welcome them in. I open the door. As you as you go to the door, you open it and you find there's there's no one there. There's no one outside. But when you turn back, the jar on the table has disappeared. <gasps> oh dear! It must have been the men in black. They're always popping round for tea, aren't they? I wouldn't know. <laughs> Did they take? They wiped my mind. Did they take any of your <laughs> potato salad while they were here? Let me have a look. Oh, they did. They had a little bit of potato salad. How nice. Huh. Yes, a polite spoonful of the potato salad has been removed. Then you look in the bin, you realise they spat it out. Oh, that's rude. At least they tried it, I guess. You know, my, my recipes aren't always... They're, they're hit and miss. <laughs> How can you go wrong with potato salad? <laughs> you can go very wrong with potato yeah, just salad. Put anything that's not meant to be in a potato salad in there, and bingo, bango, ha cha cha, you've got a disaster. <laughs> Margie, I've been meaning to ask, what is in your potato salad? Ah, uh, love and potatoes. Is that it? That's just what a recipe. It, it it is just a bowl of potatoes. Now that you mention it, yeah. I mean, I I I just don't want the 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 vegan social elite to get mad at me when they come round and they can't eat the potato salad. My mayonnaise potato salad is not good for the vegans, so I can't I can't do that because the vegan social elite might come round, and then they'll be very offended, and mm-hmm. then I'm gonna have to answer to the to the vegan god of destruction. Fair. That sounds that sounds about right. I do think you could have added anything to these potatoes, though, to make it other than just dry, plain potatoes in a bowl. But I appreciate I appreciate your consideration. I think it's delicious. I added a very small amount of dill. Chris has like five in his mouth. <laughs> Not chewing Chris, them; they're just in yeah. his mouth. <laughs> Chris, are you gonna swallow very those? Very good human food. Huh. Chris, you might want to chew that and swallow it, maybe. Ah, that's that's how you. There we go. That's yes. Chris begins to masticate some potatoes, some of them falling out the front <laughs> yeah. of his mouth as he does so. He's not stopping it. He's just chewing and staring. Just keep keeping on going, looking around the room like a slightly lost robot, mm. until eventually he kind of swallows some potatoes. It's mesmerizing. The rest just littered on the floor around his feet. And then he realizes some bits on his like shirt chest and his little lizardy tongue dips out and flicks <laughs> them into his mouth. 
Nice. I've never had a better potato salad, Margie. <laughs> Chris, I think you might not want to eat that. Eat in front of other people at all in general. I, I don't know whether you've picked up on this as a concept or... But how can um, I resist when your salads are so delicious? You should especially avoid bacon sandwiches because people have been uh, burned by that before. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I would never. I would never. We all learned, learned that from lesson. the mistakes of the past. <laughs> My fellow reptiles have told me about what happened to them with the bacon sandwiches. <laughs> We've got a WhatsApp group. Um, it's very large. Uh, okay, you have your mission. What are your first steps? How are you going to go about undertaking your mission? Well, we got to go meet up with Mason at the Baby Bell yeah. factory. That's true, actually. I've forgotten about Mason. Hold, hold the phone. Let's get this as accurate as possible. Where is the Baby Bell factory? Hey. I think we're about to find out. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, baby Bell. That was an un- un- unhappy noise from Sarah. Um, is this in, in France. Oh, no. oh, that would make sense. Near Liechtenstein. In the United States, Le Group Bell produces the mini Baby Bell cheeses <laughs> in Kentucky. Wow. Le Group Bell. Le Group. Group. Make words up. Beautiful, beautiful French. Le Group Bell. Le Group Bell. We've got to go to Evron, France. Ooh, let's go to Evron, France. I'm going to... France doesn't exist. What? No, that's Australia, dear. Oh. Australia doesn't exist. People just pretend they fly around. Flat Earth, there's no Australia. Um, So... Sorry, our Australian listeners. <laughs> of which don't, there are don't quite apologize. a few. They don't exist. <laughs> Listen, we know you're lying to us. We know that you're just on a beach somewhere. Who's down the road? Yeah. Who's down the road? But not an Australian. Yeah. Not an Australian. Beach. Beach. They're, in, they're, in they're, all, they're all in Whitby. <laughs> yeah, specifically. Known for its beaches. Specifically Whitby. All the Australians <laughs> live in Whitby, really. They're just lying. Um, We're like, hang 10, my dudes. I don't know. What do Australians, Australians say? Australians sound like you're All correct. I can think of now is Dirto Twento. <laughs> Dirto Twento. Dirto um, Twento, you filthy cunts. <laughs> Whitby's just an absolutely filthy area. Um, mm. <laughs> sorry, yeah, we're going to France. I'm going to have to pack an extra suitcase so I can fit in all the wine and cigarettes I'm going to buy. Um, oh, nice. Let's go to... Manchester Airport? We could probably just hop the Eurostar. That'll be cheaper. No, they don't really give us a good travel per diem. <laughs> yeah, what's what's the Illuminati's per diem? Uh, <laughs> you, have to, you have to submit receipts and you claim it back. Oh, afterwards. oh that's um, unfortunate. But they, well, they, they'll cover whatever we put down, right? Uh, it depends on your performance, potentially. Mm, let's go Eurostar. Let's just play it safe. I'll get us all first class tickets. Oh. Okay. I don't know whether they'll cover first class. <laughs> it's on me. I'm a businessman. Oh, yeah, good point. I have a successful business that thrives with successful products. Good. Um, I'm a housewife. I make potato salad. <laughs> this is a normal conversation. <laughs> good. I'll write that down in my notebook. They're only going to get less normal from here. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so let's uh let's book some eurostar quick quick um what's the word uh montage okay. of, of of using a laptop to to book eurostar. <laughs> montage of three of us sitting on laptops That's being like how about seats 49a b and C- no oh one of them's gone already well they charge uh, extra for those ones 
Okay, well, you know what? Whoever's helming the booking, roll me your Illuminati Pyramid of Fate. Uh, I'm probably um, doing it because it is my house. Oh, yeah. That's your house. my laptop, and I won't let anyone else touch it because it's got all of my QAnon shit on it. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. You're worried. Um, You're, are you worried? I'm going to install a listening device on it. Uh, I think you've already. You shouldn't I, worry. It's already on there. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a one. Okay. Uh-huh. So you sit down to book your tickets. You put in all your information, uh, all your credit card information, and you press book tickets and. Nothing happens for a very long time. And then there seems to be a glitch on the computer screen. And after a moment, you look back and you see that not only have you not booked tickets, but well, you always thought it was called the Eurostar. Apparently it's called the Eurotrain. It's never been called the Eurostar. Hmm. It's like that Berenstain Bears thing. How curious. But also your card has been declined. Oh. So have you booked the tickets for the Eurotrain or...? Uh, no, let me do some crowdsource information gathering and figure out why that's <laughs> happened. Does that give me like help with that? I've forgotten how those work. Um, so your specialties, as you have chosen them, when you try to form- perform an action that falls under one of your specialties, you automatically succeed. So if you can creatively tell me how your specialty links to what you're trying to do and I accept your explanation, then it just works. I'm going to go onto one of my um, QAnon forums and type how weird it is that the Eurostar is now called the Eurotrain and how it's a conspiracy to control our minds. And also, how how should I book tickets on that website? Because it seems really weird and is, is declining my cards. And I okay. get lots of responses back, some of them useful, some of them not useful. <laughs> yes. Within seconds, the comments start rolling in. Some people also claiming that they remember from their childhood being on a train called the Eurostar. Others dismissing it and saying that it's a common misconception because the logo for the Eurotrain is a star and people just conflate them in their minds and it's just psychology, nothing to be done with it. You do get one comment back um, from someone who says that you are perfectly correct and people who have been side-slipped between slightly different alternate realities may sometimes find it difficult to interact with the things that have been changed because... um, because they haven't updated their cookies between universes. Okay. So uh, they recommend clearing your cache and trying again. Okay. And indeed, when you when you do so, you're able to input your your details and your card details and book yourself three first-class tickets on the Eurotrain to France. Excellent. <laughs> Delighted. Excellent. Everything has worked out. Margie. You are undermining <laughs> the man. Well done, Margie. Yes. Take that, the man. I point mm. at you. <laughs> <laughs> and I turn and point at Stephen. It's what? a game. It, okay, I'll point it's at It's a Marty. human game. What, how do you okay. win? You stand there, all pointing at each other. <laughs> it's just the fucking Spider-Man meme. <laughs> yes, you're now the Spider-Man meme, but confused. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, so we've got uh, 20 minutes to get to the train station. We must go. Oh, why did you book such quick tickets? <laughs> I, look, I'm I'm very efficient. I, I figured out exactly how long it would take us to get to the Eurostar train station. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so you all pile into a taxi, presumably. Mm-hmm. Um, off you toddle to the Eurotrain station train station which is quite a mouthful the euro train station probably the euro, yeah <laughs> they're like get it 
Because you can say Euro train train station. It's all one word. Euro train station. Euro train station. Exactly. There's no spaces in there. (laughs) No. Um, As you arrive and you make it, uh, or or you're heading towards your train, towards the ticket barriers, you can see a bald man in a suit that is entirely black, including the shirt and the tie, standing in front of the ticket barriers, scanning the crowd. Oh, it's one of those lovely men in black men. No, quickly jump into this Pratamanje. He can't see us. <laughs> I literally jump into it. Do you mean Pretamonje is a is a is it a camouflaging um sort of store? Yes, it's hard to perceive the people in a Pretamonje. They're all just transient people in a liminal space. <laughs> I think they should have that as their tagline. <laughs> transient people in a liminal space. <laughs> Yeah, I think you should email their marketing team immediately. Immediately, they'll love that. They'll be very <laughs> pleased to receive the suggestion. Okay, mm. suppose I'll um. get a uh, pan of chocolate then, I guess, if I'm in here. <laughs> Pano chocolate. Yeah, we're not not in France yet. Margie, select me something delicious. Or one of their mediocre sandwiches, maybe. Well, then okay. the, the marketing deal's off now, isn't it? If we're going <laughs> to... Yeah, you called it mediocre. That's it. Like, this is oh, the mediocre. second time we've ruined our chances of getting sponsored by Pret a Manger. Come on, guys! I keep trying. I <laughs> they keep never bringing will. It, I keep bringing them up in the hopes. <laughs> it would be really great if we turned on ads and and Pret a Manger was one of the ones that came up on it. That would be that would be beautiful. One day, one day, that is my wish. That is my ultimate goal. Hit us up, Pret a Manger. <laughs> I love Pret-a-Manger, but I recently spent an absolute fortune on a Pret-a-Manger in the airport because it was the only thing open. So I'm a little bit. A little bit sour about the whole thing. <laughs> well, you're a rich businessman in this reality, Jen, so I am. splash that cash. I buy ten sandwiches. Okay. I recently slept in a Costa in arrivals in an airport, and that, that soured me towards Costa somewhat. <laughs> I had to do that on the way back from a conference once. It was really depressing. It's not, not a good moment for me. Anyway, there's a man in black outside, and we're just hiding in this <laughs> place until it... Do we need mm, do we need to distract him maybe somehow um, so that we can sneak past him? What I could do is I could go over as one of my human forms, and I should probably not say human forms in public. <laughs> yeah, he's probably looking for Chris Pisquick, but would he Chris be looking Pisquick. for? Does it have an alternate name? Chris Pisquick, but bald. Chris Pisquick's colleague, who looks completely different, Chris Pisslow Pisquick. <laughs> but spelt differently. Yeah, no. It worked for you, Stephen. I guess. Did it? I guess it did work for me. Sure. <laughs> Chris with a K. There we go. That was the big difference. I can go to the toilets and then distract him. Not in the toilet. I can go to the toilet and change forms and come out and distract him. Glad you specified. Maybe I could seduce him. It's an option. People say my glassy eyes and receding hairline are very attractive. You could also bring some of my uh, some of my deviled eggs with you as an offering. <laughs> if you so an wish. offering or a poison, one or the other. Both, maybe. Um, should I do that? Yeah. Yeah. How do I? Uh, what do I do to change forms? It just happens. You just you just elect to do, yeah. to do so. So you go to the bathroom. And the person in the stall next to you hears some really horrifying noises. Um, and you emerge looking almost identical to how you previously looked, but bald, I believe. <laughs> yeah. And I, I turn to the person in the stall and I say, 
don't get the egg salad. Ha ha. And then I walk out. <laughs> it's a joke about that sound being from my bowels. No? Okay. I'll leave. After a moment, you just hear, too late. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> ah, also destroyed by the egg salad. <laughs> um, okay, so I come back out um, looking completely different. Chris Pisquick <laughs> with CH was a white middle-aged guy with a rather glassy stare. But Chris with a K is a white middle-aged guy who's bald and has a rather glassy stare. So yeah, it's a wonderful disguise. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he's going to go out and walk over to the man in black waiting by the... And I'll take the I'll take the tub of deviled eggs. Just in case. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, just in case. Okay. So the man seems to be, as you approach, he's scanning the crowd. And occasionally you see he's got a... Seems to be a, like a clicker in his hand, one of the mm. ones that counts things. And occasionally he looks at someone for a long moment and clicks it. As you approach, he looks directly into your eyes, clicks the clicker, puts it in his pocket, Ooh. and and walks forward to meet you. He says, "Excuse me, sir. I I believe uh, I believe I might be looking for you, but you look. I'm not sure. Do you have any identification, sir? No, but I have deviled eggs." I'm not quite sure how that's relevant, sir. You should try one. I think it's relevant. Eat an egg. No? I will first. They're not poisoned. Roll me uh, your Illuminati Pyramid of Fate to see if you can persuade him to have some deviled eggs. Yeah, do I... Um, so I'm because I'm a reptile, I get a plus, one to, a plus one to rolls related to senses and a minus one to rolls involving social interaction with humans. Yeah. It was an odd choice to send, uh, yeah. send Chris Pisquick. I've got a backup plan brewing for That's when good. this does definitely might fail. might need it. So to clarify, anything one or two is a fail and three or four is a success? Yes. So Great. you would need to roll a four and nothing a else? A four, yeah. Yes. 25% chance. Well, I rolled a one, so that's a zero. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, good start. Um, <laughs> he looks down at the tub of deviled eggs and also the some that you've just kind of just scooped weirdly into your mouth and are now open mouth chewing mm-hmm. to prove that they're not poisonous. Well, um, they're very good. Also, like, Margie didn't put mayonnaise on the potato salad to appease the vegans, but these these deviled eggs, full on. Full of mayonnaise. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And so an egg. Mayonnaise. More mayonnaise than egg, if anything. <laughs> Yeah, he, he he looks down at the eggs, looks back up and says, I'm vegan. Oh, dear. Should have sent a potato salad. Okay. Oh, not um, the vegans. <laughs> could I use my digital persuasion? I think Stephen runs a celebrity Twitter account that just puts out misinformation about celebrities. It's like celebrity okay. gossip. <laughs> but he's going to use it to be like, oh, there's a, a Harry Styles sighting at the... Eurostar station, uh, Eurotrain station, um, to try and get young people to flock there and cause a big ruckus. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. So great cover. Um, frantically tweeting away. I assume pulling out one of many doctored photos that you already have of celebrities in generic places that could be a lot of places. As as this man kind of takes a step towards Chris with a K and says. I'm really going to have to ask you to come with me, sir. As you begin to hear, just slightly off to the side, an excited shout. Oh, yeah! The sound of running feet as 
you see a pair of teenagers holding hands, sprinting across the terminal, followed by some more, and, and then some more. Some people joining in just because people are running and they're not sure if they're running away from something or to something exciting, but either way are getting involved. Many of them young people, very excited about Harry Styles, begin to flock through the terminal and begin to be buffeted by the, uh, the, the number of fans running towards nobody. Um, and in, in the buffeting, uh, the man sort of stumbles for a moment and says, Sir, no, sir, I'm going to need you to come. I need, need you to come with me. And then gets swept away by the crowd of teenagers, leaving the ticket barriers open for you to cross through. Goodbye. Great. So in five minutes, once I've got my coffee and sandwich from Pratt, we should head for the gate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already munching away on a pano chocolate. Chris is just going to stand there eating the rest of the deviled eggs on the platform. Well, I was going to need them for later. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very strange to watch and actually a couple of people seem to think it's performance art um, <laughs> and stop and just watch you for a while um, and have a conversation about what it represents uh, in this modern society of excess consumption without thought or enjoyment simply for the sake of consuming. The destruction mm. of the of the ovum in order to destroy life and oh, yeah. you know all that sort of mm. stuff. Yeah. It's a metaphor. So much stuff going on. Mod- yeah. Modern destruction of the ovum. When you don't do anything else they get bored and move on. He, he smile, gives them a really big smile and then blinks with his second eyelids. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Um, only one of them seems to notice. Mm. She suddenly clutches her friend's arm, looks around, looks back at you and just starts to back away. And her friend is like, no, I, I think I think he might move on to something. I think he has more to say on the... <laughs> friend is just like tugging her away. Mm. <laughs> uh, but eventually you receive your pan au chocolat, your coffees. Great. Um, and you can make it through the ticket barrier and onto the Euro train where you spend a delightful time being on a train. <sighs> you know what? They probably provide free coffee for first class. Why did I buy one at the Yeah, prep? there's definitely... You get on. You get a whole meal. And there's not only free coffee, there's free pan of chocolate. Oh, oh. we made, we made well, a huge look, mistake, Margie. I'm not going to turn down a second pan of chocolate. Not true. Pan of chocolate, sorry. When, when in France or on the, in a tunnel on the way to France... When nearly in France. <laughs> do as the French do. <laughs> the French. The French. Mm-hmm. I'm not. The no, French. look, I'm not changing it. That's what it is. It's French. We're, we're, yeah, we're sticking with it. Uh-huh. You, you've been sideslipped from another universe. Yeah, yeah it could like, be French. The French. Where you come from? Eurotrain, French. Yeah, that's the only two differences. It's the Eurotrain and the French. Everything yeah. else is the same. <laughs> but the country's called France. Weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, it. There we go. <laughs> Anyway, you make it to France, France, or any other variation thereof that you're expecting to. Emerge uh, seemingly unmolested at the other side of the... I know it was a weird word choice, no <laughs> yeah. said it. But you know what? We're sticking with things today. <laughs> Double down, I guess. Yeah. Tell us more about the non-molested... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And you manage to find a local bus line that will take you. I have no idea where in France the Baby Bell Factory is, and I refuse to look it up. So you find a local bus line. Just make a just make an educated guess at how long that bus ride would take us. 
Yeah, 42 minutes. That's very nice. quick. That's a swift yeah. bus ride. Yeah. You know, they like, well, they, they've got to be close to the UK because the UK is a huge baby bell market. So mm. Yeah, this is true. Massive. We're obsessed. France has got other better cheeses to eat. If this is wrong, it's because we're in a different universe. We're in a, exactly. We slipped into a different exactly. universe. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. All Mandela effect. Also, all of the, all of the, obviously, as we know, all of the French um, bus lines are run by the Greys. So, you know, they're just a bit more efficient than other bus lines. Yeah, they might be. Those are the rumours. Yeah, they all turn up on time and they still make a profit and yet the prices are low. It's a crazy parallel universe full of conspiracy. <laughs> yes, crazy. That could never happen that in That would never life. happen in normal Europe. <laughs> never. Eventually you pull up outside what seems to be a town centred entirely around a large factory. It's kind of like Willy Wonka's uh, chocolate factory, but it's for baby bell cheeses, you know? Mm-hmm. It really is the centre. I sure hope Mason's an eccentric. <laughs> <laughs> Does he look like Gene Wilder, perchance? <laughs> uh, he better look like Maybe Gene Wilder like and not Chalamet. the other one. Oh no, he can look like that one, that's fine. <laughs> we skip out the middle one. It's Wilder or Chalamet. Yep. <laughs> little little Timmy twig legs. Ah, <laughs> oh, mixed between Chalamet and Jean, madness. Jean Chalamet. Timothy uh, Chalamet. So you get off the bus. The factory is very visible at the centre of town, and as you approach, it's whimsical French towers, <laughs> and um, almost looks like a little French chateau, you know. But it's a factory. I love a whimsical um, French tower. There is a there is a man standing outside the gate, smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Hello, are you Mason? Margie, we need to be uh, more subtle than that. Um, cough, cough. Are you Mason? <laughs> there we go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oui, I am. Um, I am Mason Gere. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's on the nose. <laughs> Hello, Mister Gere. Monsieur Jean. Jean. Uh, it's Jean. Jean. Oh. I'm sorry, my, my English tongue doesn't do uh, yeah, the French so... noises. The French noises. <laughs> so, Mr. Jar. He looks at you with utter contempt and disgust. Good. We're not going to make any accommodations for your name. Mr. Jar, what can we do for you? Or, flip it, what can you do for us? Roll me your Illuminati pyramid of fate to see if you can, through this incredibly vague statement, get across what you mean. <laughs> That's a four. Nice. A four. A strong four. Lovely. Mason takes a last drag of his cigarette, puts it out, grinds it under his heel and says, come with me. The gates, seemingly without him having to knock, scan anything, press anything, just begin to slowly open and you slip through the uh, gap that opens between them before they've but they seem to have to finish opening all the way anyway so behind you they're just still opening it looks like it's going to take a while Uh, chris drops to the ground and scuttles through like a lizard and then you know through a little gap (laughs) perfect (laughs) um you you get another look of utter disgust and contempt from uh, mason jer but it feels like that just might be his only way of interacting with people you're not sure poor mason he's a sweet soul really (laughs) <laughs> he takes you takes you into the factory proper and you see all these machines, almost like machine lines in the air, crossing over each other, looping around each other. It's like a wild mystery mess of baby bells without wax, baby bells with wax, baby bell wrappers, baby bell nets, 
It's a huge Maui. automated delight. An orgy of cheese. <laughs> it's paradise. An orgy of cheese. <laughs> that is the collective noun. He takes you through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he takes you through. Uh, that's what you call a cheese board. Orgy of cheese. Um, <laughs> he takes you through the main floor um, and into a back office where he opens a safe. Uh, blocking with his body so that you guys can't see the combination, takes out a briefcase and slides it towards you. I'm not opening I'm not opening that. That's clearly going to explode. Uh could you open the briefcase for us, um Mason Jarla Jarlame? No, it's just jar. Jar. Oh, apologies. Ah, c'est jar. I was confused jar. by his looks. You people can never do anything yourself. I always have to do all the work, huh? Well, don't, huh? don't potentially put bombs in your briefcases then. This is on you. He <laughs> flips open the briefcase and what you see is um, that foam with specifically shaped cutouts in it. Um, but each cutout just contains a baby bell in a blue wax wrapper mm, instead nice. of the red. The royal baby bells. How many are there? There are six. Six. Only six. God, how are we going to kill the whole Liechtenstein royal family? <laughs> a twelve bag would have made it easier, but we can we can manage with six. We can work with. We can. We can with work six. with this. I've murdered with fewer cheeses before. <laughs> he waves a hand, and says, "I don't want to know the details." <laughs> are you sure it was a great and gory story? I don't want to know the details of that, and I don't want to know what you're doing with this cheese either. We're gonna murder some people. You never darkened my doorway again. Okay. What about your back doorway? Marge, now's that not the time to talk about... Very specifically for my very good friends. <clears throat> and, okay. <laughs> fair. That, no, that's, that is fair. Do you have any wine to go with this cheese? What pairs well with Baby Bell? <laughs> it's past two in the afternoon. Margie's ready he, to get um, her drink he on. Reaches, he reaches back into, back into the safe and brings out what appears to be like one of those little cartons of Ribena with a straw ah. that goes with it. He slams it on the table. He says, this is all this, good as this cheese is good for. I ate my job. <laughs> okay. I could be making real cheese, but no, here I am making baby bell. <laughs> the king of cheese. Yeah. Don't no. you talk down about the babiest of bells. Ugh. The bellest of babies. People <laughs> with your tongues. Le group bell. <laughs> Le group bell. Your terrible taste buds, you know nothing. I will inform you that I actually have excellent senses because I am a human with great senses. Are you getting the sense you should leave this conversation? No, should I? <laughs> Is that a human sense? <laughs> All right, Mason, just because you hate your life. I swipe the Ribena off the table and go, good day to you. Frenchman and drink the right bean. <laughs> I respectfully close the briefcase and then take that off the table at a normal speed. <laughs> Showing due Quite. deference for the baby bells, not for Mason. Yeah. You uh, leave his office um, and for a moment you think that you can see, you think to yourself, oh, that's weird. There weren't, there weren't factory workers here before. It was all just automated. And then you blink and the dark, shadowy factory workers seem to have disappeared. You definitely saw them. Oh, look, shadow people. Shadow people. They're the best workers, shadow people. I don't know who you know. They're just very, very efficient. I use them in all my factories. I thought you were going to say because of the cost. You probably don't have to pay them as much. Oh, no, they're quite expensive. Oh. But worth the money. Yes, you pay them in um, hours from your life. Um. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> 
I'm assuming you are standing here talking about the employment rights of shadow people. You hear a faint rumbling. Oh, sorry. That will be the deviled eggs. (laughs) Probably, yes. I've never had any complaints, but then most people don't survive. Can I roll a D whatever? (laughs) A Lunati Pyramid of Fate, yes. Yeah, with a plus one to listen good with my special reptilian senses. You sure can. Yeah. Uh, oh no, that's a four. Okay, well. Oh my god. I haven't had to buy a good dice roll off you yet. <laughs> you haven't, and I'm really mad about it. I want to make <laughs> some money out of this game. Um, as you, you tip your head and, and listen with your strange lizard ear holes, the rumbling seems to be coming from underground. Mm. It seems to be a, a shaking and a tremor, and it does seem to be growing louder. Suspicious. Did they build this uh, factory on top of the Euro train line? What's happening? They think they could have built a factory in a better location, honestly. Well, I'm guessing since we had to get a bus here, it probably isn't the Euro train line. Oh, that would make sense. It might be the um, it might be the underground mole people. Oh, it could be. I've read they've got a base in France. I wouldn't be surprised if it were the mole people. I've heard they're quite hospitable, friendly folk. Uh, I've heard they're. Uh, Absolute uh, mad lads, honestly. Mad lads. They will rip someone's rip someone's face <laughs> off for a for a tuppence. Well, maybe that's wow, just two some conflicting bad eggs. opinions. Yeah. Maybe we should go find out for the next twenty minutes or so. <laughs> How specific? As you're suggesting this, the far end of the factory explodes. Ah, duck and cover. The baby bells. <laughs> The baby bells, yeah, with a with a sudden rumbling, uh, rising to a pitch, and then turning into the shriek of metal, the echoing blast of something blowing up. You see, as cheese begins to fly through the air, molten, the wax dripping from the machine lines, which begin to fall domino style, tangling over one another. You can see a series of explosions begin to be set off, coming in your direction. You are still just standing okay, outside we should of probably, Mason's office. We should probably run, shouldn't we? Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's bucket. What do you think, guys? Quick, quick, shadow people, save the cheese. Is it is it a situation, Bex, where we have to run away from it? Or is it in a singular direction where we could run to the side of it? Or can we work out whether this is an illusion and we can actually run through it? I think you really just have to decide whether or not you're committing to that, Jen. Um, in answer to Sarah's <laughs> question, um, at the moment it seems to be that vats are exploding up the line towards you. So you can probably find a way out by running sideways. Yes. Okay. Can I? Can I just double check a perception? To... Oh boy. This is not. This is you, not Dungeons and Dragons. You're not playing Jen. that game, but you can roll your Illuminati Pyramid of Fate. Oh, all right. That's that's a that's an actual five. Okay. My plus one for looking at stuff. Okay. Um. Yes. Uh, as as Stephen Plage begins to look towards the side of the room, um, away from the explosions, your nostrils flare and your uh, nictitating membranes come down once, twice. Oh, look at Bex and... dropping a big word. <laughs> <laughs> come again. Don't at me. I know what they're called. Um, and you realise that the smell fades too quickly, almost like it's a suggestion. This does indeed seem to be an illusory explosion. Wow. I thought you were an insane person. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is real. Um, I'm going to run with... Um, I'm going to follow Stephen and Margie, but I'm glad I 
checks. Well, are you going to tell us that um, it's not real? Because then that might really slow our roll. <laughs> like, we're going to book it, but if it's not real, we'll just walk not out of this place casually. Not looking at the explosions, <laughs> like cool guys. <laughs> looking like absolute badasses. <laughs> I start, like, jogging, like, on the spot, like, very slowly, but with very enthusiastic arms. And I say, um, we should, we can run out if you like, but I also think that this is an illusion. Chris, I trust you. You should. I'm a very trustworthy human. I trust you too, Stephen, with a PH. <laughs> Let's just casually walk so you, away from you, this illusion. You walk I, uh, <laughs> away from this illusion as at your back, this factory seems to collapse in plumes of smoke and uh, kind of bubbles of molten cheese, almost like magma uh, in a volcano um, behind you. As you walk out, you do... Um, as you sort of leave the boundaries of the factory, you do pass one man who's frantically screwing in uh, what seems to be the last piece in a ring of, I don't know, maybe hologram technology. Looks startled to see you, screws it in a little faster and scurries away. <laughs> what did they look like? He looked, he was, he looked like the most generic workman you could imagine. He's wearing blue overalls, but his face was just right. like an oval... He had features, I guess, but it was very hard to focus on what any of them in particular looked like. He was almost like the perfectly average. Slid right out of your mind as soon as you saw him. But he wasn't, yeah. to my mind, a, a man in black. No, no, he was very much, he looked like a, a workman. Yeah. Great. Just another day, isn't it? Just another day. Real life deep fake. Um, around you, you can hear screams and shouts from the town, um, sirens. It all seems to be kicking off. Ooh, how long do you think we have to wait for a bus to Lichtenstein? We'll get a bus to Lichtenstein. <laughs> can you get a yeah. bus to Lichtenstein? You probably can get a bus to yes, Lichtenstein. Yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> the, the aliens run an excellent service. Oh, well, I mean, the problem is when, when it goes from France to Liechtenstein across borders, it goes from being the greys to being the um, tall whites, and the tall whites aren't quite as organised. No, um, the tall white, unfortunately. <laughs> that what you ordered at Pret, was it, Sarah? <laughs> the sentient coffees. Um, sentient coffees run the bus lines in Europe is quite a conspiracy. <laughs> Is it is it is it troubling how many weird conspiracy theories I know? <laughs> no, it's perfect. It's perfect for this game. <laughs> for this game and nothing else. Yeah, exactly. This game, nothing else. Yes. So as you watch for a while, as all of this chaos goes on around you, you see the press start to turn up. You see emergency crews start to turn up. There's there's quite a lot going on, but the buses do still seem to be running. Very efficient. Great. Does anyone notice that we're just fully unconcerned? Should we pretend to be concerned? Should we? That's on us. Should we like be like, oh, oh I don't no, think so. We're, we're British tourists. We're never concerned with with local issues. Um, there does seem to be uh, at a table at a cafe a man with a newspaper in front of him who's definitely not reading the newspaper watching your reactions but every time you look at him he quickly turns his head back to the newspaper sacra blood the cheese the fromage oh mon dieu the cheese what are we doing <laughs> they only taught me english <laughs> <laughs> the only french speaker among us <laughs> jen is like no no if you want my language services in this podcast you're gonna have to pay me oh <laughs> uh, you pay 
Oh, you pay me. Oh, we're at a stalemate of who's paying who today, aren't we? And even then, I'll only do it in writing. <laughs> um, what are we doing? I don't know. You tell I me. Don't know. <laughs> Wait for a bus. I got distracted. We're getting on a bus. We're getting on a bus to Liechtenstein. Okay. We're getting on a bus, but um, this guy's watching us. We're, yeah, we're just pretending we're French while this man watches us, and we're just going to jump on a bus. Can I maybe try and scare him off with my special skill or something? Uh, if you want to tell me how you would do that. My uh, special skill, I think, what did I pick? Philosophical mm-hmm. fear-mongering. Are you going to use uh, French philosophy in order to frighten this man? Oh, gosh. Sorry, French uh, philosophy, I do apologise. Yes. If I knew any. I don't know what I'm even saying anymore. Jen's, Jen's brain is literally empty right now. She's fully buffering. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could uh, attempt to use emotional assassination. That really sounds Ooh, like that sounds good, something yeah. a housewife would have. Okay, how how are you how are you gonna use emotional assassination to scare this man off? I'm gonna go up to him, I'm gonna find as many flaws in the way he's dressed and the way he's sat as possible, and tell him his mother would be very disappointed uh, to see him <laughs> in such a state. Okay. As you approach, you see that he has a notebook on the table. Um he seems to be taking notes. They're in French. Uh you don't understand them, I'm guessing, based off your approach to French so far. Um nope. <laughs> as as you come up, he, he scribbles a quick note and jots a time beside it as well, and then tries to look interested in his newspaper as you approach and just just say the meanest things. The meanest things. I do say the meanest things, but I say them in a way that it's kind of like I'm trying to help him, like in a motherly sort of way. But it's somehow uh, that only makes horrible. it worse. You sound just like yeah. his own mother. Mm-hmm. He begins to blink more rapidly as tears rise in his eyes, and after a moment, dejected, he he closes his notebook, slips it into his pocket, and says, "Excuse me, I am just going to go and change my shirt." <laughs> Thank you for your advice. Yes, dear, you absolutely should change that shirt. It's absolutely horrific. It's bad. I didn't realise when I put it on this morning. You didn't even iron it. That's a shirt you must iron. It's a linen shirt. It's creased all over. There's so many creases. Now, go go, go back. Yeah, my, my wife left me. She used to do the ironing. Yes, no wonder. No wonder she <laughs> left you. You can't even iron your oh. own shirts. Goodbye, uh- good sir. Um, and you leave this man walking along the road. Just uh, I've done the thing where I p- pretended to cry, and now I'm crying. <laughs> just absolutely <laughs> crying his little eyes out. Honestly, it sounds like he had it coming. <laughs> Terrible Me- person. A, li- a little mean, to be honest, Margie. Just the right level of mean is what I would say. Look. Oh, I understand. That was the right level. Let me recalibrate. <laughs> Chris, I understand that in um in in your culture, if you will, that um you know you you don't have mothers. You're it's it's a communal culture of of looking after spawn. But the eggs in, are laid and then we hatch. Yes, but in I'll our, never know who my parents were. But in our culture, mothers are very important, and it's a very useful skill of mine. So you know, uh, you stick with your you know areas of expertise, and I'll stick with mine. business. Yes, business. business. I am a successful businessman. <laughs> and I am a housewife. He says um, that to the mirror every day until he believes it. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm self-made. You manage to <laughs> get on a bus to Liechtenstein. Inexplicably, the buses to Liechtenstein go from this small town. This small yeah, factory. Convenient. Uh, very convenient. Mm. Almost as though somebody arranged it. Mm. Uh, 
Couldn't be. Bum, bum, bum. Um, <laughs> and uh, you you make it onto the bus. It's a very busy bus. There's only three spare seats. One of them next to an old lady who's currently knitting. Um, who is sitting next to the old lady? I'll sit next to the old lady. We'll have lots to talk about. As long as she speaks English. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bizarrely, she seems to be English. Oh. Um, oh, no. lovely. Even worse. And as you sit down next to her, her, her knitting needles clacking away, she looks up and says, Afternoon, dearie. <laughs> the voice is back. It is. Yeah. I, I realised as soon as I did it, I was like, it's just going to sound like I just wanted to do the voice again. I just... <laughs> I mean... Don't lie why, to us, Bex. Who, that who is are you what lying you to, Bex? Yeah. <laughs> this whole game this has just I, been leading to this. It's actually the voice I use in all my work meetings now. Um... <laughs> uh, commands respect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yes, she greets you. Oh, it's so nice to hear another English voice. I just hate talking to locals, don't you? Oh, Helen's going for another despisable character. <laughs> oh, it can be very difficult, dearie, but of course... <laughs> Well, local is just an illusion, isn't it? Yes, I mean, well, you say local is an illusion, but I am from a very specific part of the UK, of which I will not be speaking. Oh, but geography now, that's um, its not really real, is it? We stay in place. They move the world around us. I mean, could be, or it could just be a flat earth and we'll all go off the edge of the side if we go too far. Well, well, of course, it's only flat for those who are initiated. Yes. Let's not forget that quantum science has allowed the superpositioning of objects. <laughs> for some, the Earth is round, and for others, flat. Are you are you a scientist of some sort? <laughs> oh, not anymore, dearie. She does her research, not though. Not anymore. <laughs> She's not an expert. She doesn't need to be. She does her research. I read it in the Daily Mail. Mm. <laughs> I'd love to add you to my WhatsApp group. Oh, of course. Why don't you find me on Facebook then? My name is Rosalind Wells. My friends call me Ros. <laughs> <laughs> nice i like it all right all right roswells um let me have a look on my phone i've obviously i've got uh eu roaming so obviously <laughs> roswells this is the alternative timeline where we haven't left yeah the uk yeah. so well um, you can get eu roaming still on on uk uh phones yeah, gif gaff doesn't charge me some... yeah <laughs> big up gif gaff Big up Gif Gaff. Um, the coverage uh, is spotty though, so well, you know. medium up Gif Gaff. Well, yeah. Medium up. Medium up's Gif Gaff. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll add her on Facebook. Okay. Um, you do add her on Facebook. As she reaches her stop, which is soon, as she leaves, she turns around. That's not an express line. Uh, it's not, unfortunately. No, it's well, a stopping only service. To to say. Um, yeah. Did it just she... stop in one place? <laughs> it's, it's just her stop. Yeah, we just stopped directly yeah. in front of this old woman's house. Um, she turns and she says, Oh, remember to be careful, dearie. It's coming up in April. That's the government's blood sacrifice season. Toodaloo. <laughs> and gets off the bus. Thank you. Thank you. Good to know. Thank you for the information. See you later, Roz. I'll invite you to the next party. Bye, dearie. <laughs> Margie, sounds like you made a friend. Yeah, she was very lovely. Roswell's. 
Um, reminds me of something that name, and I can't think what it was. <laughs> Is it the producer from the TV show Frasier? <laughs> that's, prob- that's probably what it is mm, mm. it could be i haven't watched fraser in a while it, i believe that's right i watched fraser as part of my preparations for coming here hmm? to france mm. not to earth because of the um, culture yes and the yes. sophistication yes and the main character is called Fraser. I assume you uh, you related to the character Niles. Yes. He also is part human. <laughs> <laughs> and I also love the dad figure. And the dog. And when they go to the coffee shop or bar, those scenes are fun. <laughs> and I love the girlfriend. No. She's the many girlfriends. No, the girlfriends are 2D characters who are in... No. Or the one he marries eventually? The one that Niles one? marries. Mm, that's the one well, I the mean. The housekeeper. D- that character's doubling back, great. Doubling and... back to Niles, that's relevant because of the Egyptians. Ah, oh. yes. Oh, this conversation was planned ahead. Mm. Do we need to go to Egypt at some point, by the way? I've forgotten no. what was there. No, I think we just need to go to Liechtenstein because... Because they're Egyptian gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right, yes. right, 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 right. Okay. Mm. Um, if by the way, if we give it like another five ten minutes and then yeah, do a don't break, worry. I it. was working. Cool, yeah, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, great, great, great. I was great. just, just going to reach an interesting point to stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking in my head as well that we'd probably done nice. too much nice. awful stuff that would have to be cut out. That we need to go for a little <laughs> yeah, bit longer. Yeah, we did do yeah, a yeah. lot of cut out <laughs> random stuff. Yeah. rambling. Yeah. Um, Stephen, I have enjoyed sitting next to you on the bus, but it's a shame we could not meet more strangers ourselves. I yes. would like to make more business partners. For my no, thriving we, business. We just had to talk about Frasier in depth. Mm. Which is easy because Chris has definitely watched Frasier for real. Absolutely. Yeah. As is Jen. Who? <laughs> As is Jen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, lo- I love my Frasier. I can, that's what, I can that's tell. what Chris says. I can tell. Well, maybe I hear the blues are calling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking what the theme song was. <laughs> I've got no idea. The rest of your journey is fairly uneventful <laughs> unless there's anything in particular you guys are doing on the bus journey to make Toss it eventful. salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think uh, Stephen's on his own um, uh, uh, Twitter page and he's t- tweeting cryptic reposts of things French philosophers have said now. Okay, nice. Nice. Um, can you is, um, can you name those French philosophers, Jen? Sartre. Okay. Also, did you call yourself Stephen rather than Chris? I, maybe I, I did. Think you I might think have you done. did. So I thought you were talking about me. I was like, oh, generic I guess boy you're names. dictating oh what God, I'm doing. So interge- the real conspiracy so is that all men are interchangeable. Yes. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> they're, just, they're all called Chris, and yeah. you know, yeah. The real conspiracy is if you're called Chris or Stephen. It's the same. It's the same Just person, pronounce it backwards. Really. Chris, Stephen, say them backwards. If you put it on a record and play it backwards, it sounds mm. like the devil talking. Chris and Stephen. Yeah, it's the same. Have you ever really thought about it? Have you? <laughs> I wish I wasn't currently thinking about it. <laughs> Did you know in French it's literally just the same word? <laughs> and that's a guarantee. Please hire yeah. Jen. She's an excellent translator. <laughs> I am. Thanks. I feel like this is a time for you to go, oh, fuck me. 
<laughs> no, yeah, has to happen. Not yet. We're going to get worse. Uh, so yet. what was Chris doing? Chris was, he's tweeting, um, he's tweeting uh, cryptic French because he's doing some philosophical fear mongering. He's tweeting cryptic French things to uh, try and make, uh, try and influence the market so that he can do some um, trading and make himself some more money. Oh, nice. Okay. It's not relevant to the story, but. No. Um, relevant to the character anyway. study. And I think it's important that we mm. follow these characters in mm. their incredible He's emotional a deep, journeys. three-dimensional yeah. person. Exactly. exactly. In the same vein, Stephen's using his famous deception and digital persuasion to tweet mm. from his Twitter account, uh, just in the desperate hope of getting the Bernicke ladies to reform one day. So he's really trying <laughs> right. to yeah. big up Stephen Page and Ed Robinson and get them back into the public perception. We're posting, we're cross-posting, we're like retweeting each other's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Almost exclusively. Yes. Yeah. And each of mine, every time I retweet it, it's a quote retweet that says, love this hot take. <laughs> <laughs> a very human way to behave on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So you make it into Liechtenstein and your next plan of action is probably going to be how you're going to get to the royal family. Oh. I assume there's like a castle where they live. I refuse to Google Liechtenstein. I don't want to. I'm not it's Googling tiny. anything. It's like three streets. Yeah, there's three streets. Just one and castle. Presumably and then there's castle. a little castle perched yeah. in the middle of them. Yeah, I have to assume that's yeah. how it works. Mm. Is there anyone there apart from the royal family? Yes, the people who sell <laughs> postcards of the royal family. Uh, yeah. And that's four people. And the royal family's staff. Yes. Mm. Okay. So there's approximately cool. 20 to 30 people living in Liechtenstein. I'm pretty sure that's correct. I'm not going to Google it because I know <laughs> I'm right. Is there is there any chance that they're going to do a public... I almost said performance. That's not the word I'm looking for. What do you call appearance? it? Appearance. That's the word. <laughs> maybe they do. Maybe to. Maybe that's how they make money in this. They go out and do a little dance for the tourists. They're like um, a <laughs> little royal they're dance. Like a, they're like one of those clocks where on the hour the little people come out <laughs> yeah. and do the little bell. Yeah. Yeah, it's their main source of income. Uh, so yes, at midday they will come out and ceremonially ring the town clock bell. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't even have. We didn't even have to roll for that. That's just. No, I liked it so much. <laughs> I've decided that it's happening. Oh, thanks, Bex. Okay. No problem. However, you do know that the security on that very tight. Oh, mm. of, course. of course. And the the clock tower is very. It's high up, so they kind of do wave it. up from a balcony, ring the bell, and then they descend back into okay. the the tower, which links to the castle because it's a very small. Are there place. any? Are there any safety rails? Yes. Oh, boo. I don't want to make it too easy. How boring would that be? You lob a frozen baby bell and you go home. That's unsatisfying narratively. <laughs> Chuck a handful of baby bells at a tower and just walk off. Yeah. That'll make a rubbish podcast, podcast episode. Podcast episode. Podcast. It's been Remember? such a long week. Pop, I've forgotten pop, how to um, I just want to give you some straight up facts about Liechtenstein. Um, oh, no. You've oh, Helen, you're not here facts. for that. No, no. I, I think this one is particularly entertaining. The population of Liechtenstein... Uh, Southport has three times the population of Liechtenstein. <laughs> three times. Excellent. Yeah. I just thought you ought to know that because it is very small. There's 120 <laughs> people in Southport? Boy. <laughs> it what is a metropolis. Tiny, 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 tiny. Yeah. Um, three why? streets in a castle. It's fine. All, well. all works out. All works out. It's past, it's already past midday today, obviously. You've done a lot of travelling. Yeah. It's it's getting towards the evening. Um, maybe we should, maybe I could approach them with a business proposition. I, as a reputable business person, 
might be able to secure an, a meeting. I don't know, dear. I think it's wine o'clock. I think we should just have some wine. Yes, I was going to say, maybe I was going to suggest that maybe you, as a reputable business person, pay for our hotel. Yes. I can do that. And some wine. I can also do that. Okay, yeah, there is there is one hotel in Liechtenstein, yeah. So you go to the hotel, there's a woman behind the desk. Now, I don't know what people who live in Liechtenstein sound like. I've They're Germanish. No one does. They do. Liechtenstein's not real. Liechtenstein also not real. Look, I'm not joking, this is not for the podcast. Liechtenstein it actually isn't a real country. <laughs> That is a that is rude. That's straight true. facts. Straight facts. So, no. um, you know what? They're they're just they're another expat. They're also British. <laughs> mm. Everyone is. Or maybe they've just got that. They've just really practiced that accent. Maybe you know? no, that generic European accent. Yeah. Um, but you you Went find you find the hotel um, and you make your way in. There's it's just a, called hotel, is it? It just says hotel <laughs> on the front. There's not even nice. a the just hotel. Um, and you make your way in. The reception desk is just labeled desk and desk. there's a slightly rotund fairly cheerful looking man behind oh, I the like desk. a rotund cheerful looking man <laughs> H- hello oh hello welcome welcome in are you looking are you looking to stay yes oh he's a northern man oh, it's it's off season <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't expecting everyone you know what april's like government's blood <laughs> sacrifice season no one wants to travel absolutely we're wild. <laughs> Love a blood sacrifice. Well, I'd just rather it didn't happen to me, but no natural disasters here for the last 20 years in April, so I think they've spared us. Mm. Worth it. Uh one room, one bed, please. Wait, no. Make it a big one. There's three of us. One room with a no. with a one, no. one big bed. No. Uh, I think we'd yeah. prefer no. our own. No, I think Chris, 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 Chris. I think we'd prefer our own beds. Ah, what do you do? You have any? What if they have nests? Would you? Would we share a nest? No, people no. don't sleep in nests, Chris. People, people don't sleep in nests. Uh ah, j- just, just the beds. I'm afraid. Uh, Could we have a family room? Yeah, a, a family room. Um, that's uh, let's see here. A bed for each of us. Uh, I have the money to pay. A double, a single, and a pull-out on the on the sofa. I don't know where this accent is going. Please don't listen to it. Don't perceive me. <laughs> I shall perceive you. I shall. I'm perceiving you You're all perceiving you me so much. <laughs> oh, God. Sarah's really perceiving me. She's, being She's perceiving hard. hard right now. She's perceiving me down to my bones. They're old lady bones. Uh, I can get you that room. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what's the name? Use a fake uh, name. Use a fake name. Use a fake name. Uh, Chris. No oh, fuck with me. With two S's. Uh. B. Bis. Mm-hmm. Quick. Mm-hmm. Chris. Chris Biscuit was that. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's well, better than it could have been. It could have been much worse than that. That's that's odd because I've got I've got a message here for Chris Bisquick. It's almost your name, but not quite. That's my name. I'm oh. Chris yes. Bisquick. No, yes, we that. all have very similar names. I'm Christine Pisquike. Oh my! Are you attending some kind of conference or or meetup? Yes, no, it's a conference of Chris Pisquikes. It, it, it's a conference of people whose names are similar to that. That happens oh. often in Liechtenstein. I'm surprised you don't know yeah. about it. Well, that's lovely. I'd love to come, but um, uh, my name's Bert. Bert Muda. Then that's you're me. very much not welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed. 
Ah, I'm sorry. Maybe I can find some other Burt Muders somewhere. <laughs> you never know. Impossible. I, I doubt it. That's a very rare name. Very difficult to find. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm, very. <laughs> Anyway, you have a message for me? <laughs> yes. Uh, sorry. Uh, let me just grab this here. And he he brings out um, it's just a plain envelope with uh, the name Chris Pisquick typewritten on the front. Mm. How nice! And he hands it over. Do you very I, personal? Do I do I think there could be explosives in this envelope? A thing I am for some reason very worried about. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think there could be explosives in this envelope? You tell me. Would you I, like me to sniff it? I do. It? So I hand it to Chris. Can I sniff it? It is technically for Chris. Yes, that would be really normal and human. Sure. <laughs> um, I rolled a one this time. Can I pay you a pound? Yes, Jen. <laughs> okay, so Bex, Jen's... You're, you, oh, starting off with a pound and then it goes up, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, so um, it for doubles everyone, every time. <laughs> everyone who doesn't know, Jen has chosen uh, an occupation, business tycoon, which means that she can pay me real-life money to re-roll a bad roll. It starts off at one pound. I don't think it doubles every time. I think you add a pound every time. Uh, uh, let me double check. Either way, it gets more expensive the more it she rerolls. But I will, I will accept a pound from you. Yes, and you may reroll. Oh, that. one more dollar than the last. Yeah. You're right. No, good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm working pounds, not dollars, so that we don't have to convert the amount. Uh, yeah, but... you say that, but you know that it's seventy p. <laughs> you get more if it's pounds. Well, let's round that up, shall we, Bex? <laughs> So, yes, you may re-roll. Okay, yes. What if you get a one again? That would be really unfortunate. She can pay me again. Oh, no, I got four this okay, time. Okay, perfect. Hey. Look at that. that yeah. That's a pound well spent. This was such a pointless... Mm. It was to see if there was an explosive you, in the letter. As you Worth just, it. I assume... I've not spent a pound on anything better in my life. Just kind of run this envelope just directly across your face repeatedly, <laughs> sniffing. <laughs> And then a little tongue kind of pokes out as well because don't lizards and stuff like smell with their tongues? I don't know how it they works. Do. They do. Um, they don't do. perceive him, Bert. You don't perceive me. You <laughs> are fairly certain that there's no explosives in here, but you can tell that there is something in here. It's Cheese. it's fairly heavy. It's been kind of wrapped in in something to cushion it and stop it from falling out of the envelope. And it does smell very faintly of baby bell cheese. Oh, another baby bell, maybe. Oh, um, we've got enough baby... Six baby bells is enough. I think it's a threat. I take a step back. <laughs> <laughs> Bert's watching all of this. Bert, what did I say? I said, don't perceive us. But very... Oh, Stop perceiving us, Bert. Bert, is your name Chris? I'm I'm so I'm so I'll just um I'll just and Turn he just around. ducks behind the desk. That'll do. Where did Bert go? <laughs> Chris, open the envelope. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll open the envelope. Okay, you open the envelope and you find what appears to be a small handheld device. Mm-hmm. Is it made out of cheese? It currently seems to be password locked. Mm-hmm. And there is a sheet of paper written in an unfamiliar hand that says, I know what you're doing. I know who you are. But will you know who I am when the time comes? It's probably another crisp biscuit. <laughs> it's unsigned. <laughs> you look down at the small device. Beep. Oh, is it a bomb? Beep. 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 Don't worry, Beep. 
Don't worry, Stephen. No explosives. It, it, it you can't can take be it. a bomb. It can't be a bomb. The beeping speeds up. And that's why we're going to leave this episode. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I paid a pound to sniff that envelope. Good, Ben. You, you better did. You did. I would never lie to you. You didn't smell oh, any explosives. Would you? All right, meat break time. Conspiracy. Meat break. Meat break. Let's take a meat break. Meat break. I want a meat break to drink my tea. You've been listening to Roll Plus Heart. Today's episode was the first in a two-parter of the game Conspiracist, a TTRPG by Playful Leviathan Press. Your GM was Bex Watson, and you heard Sarah Keep as Stephen Plage, Helen Gaffney as Margie Stryken, and me, Jen Blundell, as Chris Piswick. Our music was composed by David Shaw. Music mixing and mastering was by Mark Anderson. If you want to get in touch with us, you can contact us via social media. We are on Twitter at RollPlusHeart, and we're on Facebook at RollPlusHeart. And that's about it, because our tolerance for social media ends there. If you want to buy something with our logo on it, like a shower curtain or a hoodie, pff, hoodie, then you can go to redbubble.com, just search RollPlusHeart, and our stuff will come up. If you're loving the show, please leave us a review, a star rating, or tell a friend. That really is the best way to help us out, and we appreciate the love. It seriously is pretty wonderful to hear how much you're all enjoying this show. So keep telling us, because my ego needs stoking every single day, otherwise I'll, like, deflate like a sad balloon. If you want to hear more from us, you can watch Bex stream art and games on Twitch at Starling Girl. Me and Sarah are also on the wonderful D&D TTRPG acronyms podcast Quest Fantastic about a bunch of adventurers who come out of retirement to rescue a friend. And Helen is... Helen. You know Helen, right? No, you do know Helen. No, you went to school together. You sat together in school. You were best friends you you planned your weddings together you know helen our next episode is out on wednesday the 20th of july when you will hear the second part of this conspiracist one shot it gets weirder how could it get weirder see you then chumps Are we ready? Yeah. As, uh, I as I'll ever be. It's recording. Have we got podcast? Big podcast energy today. Big ah, podcast energy. I will try. Peter punched <laughs> a penguin in the nostrils. <laughs> yep. Unusual mm. approach. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> or in the ear holes. They've got weird little ear holes. <laughs> Make it personal. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I would punch Pingu though. <laughs> newt, newt. I am. What a prick! Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's Sarah's behaving herself. To be yeah, fair. Yeah, Sarah's well behaved. It's you other two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>